Hey everyone, I'm Rachel. And I'm Sarah. And we're sisters who just so happen to be best friends. We're here to unpack all of the unexpected moments that come with early adulthood and hope to uncover a more meaningful life, one conversation and cup of coffee at a time. This is Mocha's In The Meantime. Hi everybody and welcome to or welcome back to Mocha's In The Meantime. My name is Rachel. I'm Sarah. And we're really excited to bring you our fifth episode of the podcast. We hope that you've been enjoying summer, at least in the Chicago area where we are. It's been very hot. So Very hot. I mean, pros and cons with that, but it's felt very summery to kind of wrap up August. But... Yeah, and in the hot weather, it's given me the chance to try something for the first time. Actually, today I went stand-up paddleboarding for the first time, Ooh. which was something I've always wanted to do, and I finally went, and it was beautiful I could see the whole Chicago skyline and it was a great experience so speaking of paddle boarding and these fun summer activities it is kind of crazy to imagine that summer is actually coming to a close Mm -hmm. and I think there's a lot of excitement with the fall coming because I just love that part of the year but just a lot of nostalgia for like past summers and past you know back to school seasons This is my first year that I'm not going back to school, which is a really weird sensation, I guess. Yeah. Um, But that being said, we thought that the episode that really was kind of timely and relevant is talking about our college decision process. I was at Starbucks the other day, just my neighborhood (laughs) coffee shop. (laughs) And I was just sitting working at a table and a couple of girls were sitting at the table pretty close to me they were going into freshman year of college and I just felt like this nostalgia and this empathy towards them because they were just talking about being nervous about making friends in college Mm. and they were even saying like should I keep my door open in my dorm and I remember I was like should I do that too like I remember all those jittery moments of like all these little things being worried about and I think I feel really sad for freshmen because during COVID like I don't even know what that process would be like to be living in a dorm during a pandemic and the barriers I would put on making friends and like getting to know the school but anyways that kind of inspired this episode because it kind of brought me back to myself at the end of high school right before going into college about how nerve-wracking college is and we would love to do a whole like series about college I think We have a lot of different insights about many facets of college, but we wanted to start with um, the college decision process because Mm -hmm. obviously that's the first step of college is choosing the school. And so we kind of wanted to just reminisce about how we chose our colleges and hopefully provide some insights about things to maybe keep in mind when applying to schools. If anybody listening to this is looking into going to school Um, next year or even in a few years and even if you graduated college already like me or you're already in college maybe this can kind of just give you some nostalgia of that high school time (laughs) it'd be an opportunity to kind of think back to when you were choosing your college and like reflect on how you've grown since then or what's changed about your opinion regarding college since then Yeah, and we also just wanted to acknowledge, too, that there really is no right or wrong way to choose a college and to experience college. 
Um, Mm -hmm. It is just a huge privilege to have the opportunity to go to college, especially to go away and live on a campus. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we just wanted to acknowledge that and bring it to light um, before kind of jumping into this episode. Um, Yeah. And we also just wanted to let you guys know that in the future, we hope to kind of shed light on other experiences of college besides this traditional, you know, go away for four years, live in a dorm lifestyle Mm -hmm. like there's so many ways you can do college you can do it online you can do it um you know as a commuter you could go to a community college there's lots of different ways to experience college but we were just um coming from our own experience and our own background Mm -hmm. in this episode but we just wanted to put that out there before diving into the content I wanted to first talk a little bit about my favorite class in college and I'm curious to hear more about your favorite class, Rach. Yeah. Um, so I attended Case Western Reserve University. It's a mouthful. <laughs> um, in Cleveland, Ohio. And um, I was a music and nutrition double major, dual degree, whatever you want to call it. But um, I think one of my favorite classes, and I took a lot of great classes, but one of my favorites was music theory, which was part of my music degree, obviously. <laughs> um, it was a two-year requirement. Like, there were four music theories, one through four. So I spent so much time in this little classroom um, with my professor, who was an expert in bird song of all things. Like, it was just such a unique perspective she carried with her, like, interest in nature and music. Um, and it really put me outside my comfort zone. Like, I had to sing, like sight sing in front of the class and play the piano in front of the class. And so it was a little nerve wracking, but we were like this little family that was all nervous about uh-huh. it. And so I think I learned a lot and I enjoyed the community. So I think that's why it's my favorite class. Mm-hmm. I went to the University of Minnesota in Minneapolis and I was a strategic communications and psychology double major and a creative writing minor. I just feel like I took a lot of classes I loved, but if I had to pick, I think I would say my young adult fiction class. And the class was basically writing creative writing from the perspective of young adult fiction. So we mm. wrote young adult fiction in the class and we also read a lot of YA books. It was unlike any other English class I'd ever taken because we were reading stuff like the sun is also a star, which is like a very new, like non-Englishy book. And we read Peter Pan and a lot of kind of middle grade and like teenage books. And it was just such a cool class. And the teacher herself was like a published author and kind of a big deal. So she was just really cool and like such a cool teacher. And I feel like the discussions were always really interesting and just kind of applying like an Englishy analytical perspective to more modern books was really interesting to me. And just writing YA itself is something I really enjoy. So overall, that was one of the best classes I think I've ever taken. I think that we both ended up at very different schools. Like I ended mm-hmm. up at a medium private school and Rach ended up at a very large, like one of the largest schools you could think of um (laughs) public like big 10 university Mm -hmm. and i think we both had a lot of um things in common that we were looking for in a university experience but also some things that varied a bit like Mm -hmm. um when i was going through my um college application and like selection process i was very focused on music because that was what i was 
you know, very sure about pursuing at that time. So it was a lot of auditions and I had to actually go to campuses and like meet all these people. Whereas Rach was more just, you were touring colleges. It was just kind of different. Yeah. It wasn't Um, like auditions and none of the places I applied needed an interview or anything. So it was kind of a different experience. Something that I was really looking for in my college selection process was a medium-sized student body, Mm -hmm. like student population. So in the United States, there are, you know, a good number of those schools, but not nearly as many as there are like really large or really small. Yeah, definitely. So that was what I think narrowed down my search to begin with in addition to the music requirement. Yeah, I think it's interesting because music really impacted where you applied because I think you discovered literally our family hadn't heard of case western until you found their music program online yeah and, and they don't even have school <laughs> and they don't even have like that famous of an undergrad music program it was more because they had pop music as a major and i was like oh my gosh that's what i sing i don't really mm-hmm. love singing classical so yeah it just kind of got on my radar by accident i think i think for me i just i had no idea what i wanted like i was initially drawn to like a more medium-sized school but I think the more and more I toured I started to realize that I kind of liked the vibe of like a really big school with a lot of spirit and like excitement about the school not that you don't get that with a smaller school or medium school but I feel like there is this like specific big 10 vibe that can't really be replicated by a medium or smaller school. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm not even a very sports-heavy person. Like, I didn't even go to that many Big Ten games, but I think just having the option of, like, this very kind of exciting vibe of, like, we're all super, like, we're all really proud to be gophers and stuff was something that I actually really liked about touring bigger schools. Similarly to Sarah, I was kind of looking into specific animal science programs, which is funny because I literally did not major in that, study that, do anything with that. But (laughs) in high school, that's what I thought I wanted. I think for me, I ended up applying to a lot of schools of medium and large size. I didn't really apply to any really small schools because I knew I would not like that because I, I just wanted something that felt way bigger than a high school and a lot of the smaller schools were literally smaller than our high school. I feel like we did then have similar motivations behind our yeah. school choices. Um, and I think in my ultimate decision process, I was thinking a lot about the people I'd met at schools and mm-hmm. just the environment that I observed while I was there. Like at Case Western, I got to go to the dining hall and stay with a student Um, overnight which I really enjoyed and I got to also just meet faculty at my auditions which helped me seal the deal one of one strategy I used was making a pro con list which was something a friend of mine recommended Mm -hmm. and that ultimately did help me kind of lay out the different pros and cons of the two schools I was narrowing it down to Um, and a lot of factors went into that but it was just interesting like looking back that I was so unsure and like you know, I had to take so many steps, like make so many lists and pro con lists and like talk to all these people when like, I think I did know that Case Western was the right place for me because I felt the most comfortable there. It was a good size. They had a program that allowed me to do music and another major and overall it just worked out. And I'm, I am very happy with my choice in the end. 
So I, like I was saying, I didn't really know fully what I wanted. I just had a couple of ideas of like things to narrow it down, but I ended up applying to 10 schools, which is kind of a lot. Maybe it's not that much compared to other people, but I applied to 10 schools, mostly like near-ish to the Chicagoland area, but I also went and applied to like schools in Colorado and Boston and New York. I think what really helped me make the decision was going on the college tours to all the schools because I think really getting to be there and feel like the energy and the vibe is what really helped me. I think it's different to just look on a website and kind of read about their prestige or their programs, but it's another thing to get to really see it and like picture what your life could look like there and so I was really grateful Mm. that my mom especially was really helpful in taking me to these college tours again feeling out the energy of the school I don't know how else to describe that but that's what really helped me in some schools I just automatically kind of felt this vibe of like oh I don't think I would fit in here and I think what ultimately led me to a bigger school is the fact that there's so much diversity in the types of students that Mm. are at the school. I mean, in my opinion, I think there's usually kind of a stereotype at every school, but I really liked the University of Minnesota because I felt like I was really getting the Big Ten experience while also getting um, a more well-rounded version of that by being in a city, like a metropolitan area whereas a lot of big 10 schools are in either like little like smaller towns or like smaller cities but the Minneapolis itself is really big and I think in the end that combination was what really really drew me to Minnesota and just the campus like everyone just seemed really like down to earth and kind of friendly like Minnesota's known for being nice people so I <laughs> I kind of felt that energy there um so I think that was what really helped me was visiting the school having the combination of city and big 10 and it did have the animal science but again that never even played a role once I got there yeah but like at that time it seemed to be a box you wanted to check definitely I think another selection that helped us both maybe is like financially at the very end I really wanted to go to University of Wisconsin-Madison Um, which ended up being my rival because (laughs) Gophers don't (laughs) like the Badgers. Um, But I really loved Madison, and um, I was really heavily considering that school. But in the end, the price difference was just too much for me to really justify going there when I loved the University of Minnesota pretty much almost equally. So in the end, like, the financial decision really helped me solidify my choice as well, which I think is pretty common as well. If you get like a nice scholarship out of school or if it's in state or in my case, just two very similar schools, one was way cheaper. Why would I pick the more expensive one? You know, it's just like a really important thing to consider. Yeah. Um, because I think during the selection process, like it just, it could really, you know, be something that you look back on and feel grateful for that maybe like Mm -hmm. you went with a little bit more of an affordable choice Um, not that college is affordable but yeah yeah. (laughs) oh my gosh yes but um I think it's just something that we definitely both considered and 
um, is something to keep in mind for sure as you're looking. I think college did turn out to be a positive experience for both of us. Luckily, I think that overall our selection and like listening to our instincts paid off. I think we wanted to kind of talk about some of the key factors that we liked the most about our schools maybe as like a hindsight for people that are applying right now to like keep some of these things in mind because some of the things that we liked the most we didn't even consider in a school while looking so maybe this would be helpful if I could tell my younger self some things that I didn't know yeah these are some things that I would want to you know let them know Mm -hmm. about um I think one thing that Rach um alluded to earlier is the urban campus environment that she was able to be around I also got that in Cleveland Um, I honestly didn't think that much about the city or location of school I more just wanted to go somewhere different Mm -hmm. to experience a new place and like kind of get away from what I was used to a bit Um, and for both of us being in an urban environment was really beneficial like I just feel like I got to you know, I got to know the community a little. I did volunteering in the city. Um, mm-hmm. I got to try all these restaurants and, like, get to know a public transportation system for the first time ever, really, yeah. um, which Same. was a little bit scary at first, but then it just became kind of a normal thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like having that gave me – it was just, like, a gateway to a lot of, you know – culture and fun experiences and just a way to broaden my horizons a bit because I was just used to being in a quieter suburban area my whole life um and so I think just what we're trying to get to is that thinking about the place that you're going to as also a place you're living it's not just Mm -hmm. an academic environment I mean that's a of course probably the most important reason you're going (laughs) but it is a place that you are going to be living and therefore um I think it deserves a lot of thought. Um, yeah, that element does. I agree. I think, like I was already saying, I sort of was thinking about being in a city, but it wasn't like the end all be all. But looking back, I feel like I'm just so happy I went to a school that was in a metropolitan area because I feel like, um, like Sarah was saying, there's just so much to do. In my case, I felt like I got to know so many cool neighborhoods of Minneapolis and um, I got to like go to like city bars, which was fun, like versus like just college town bars and like events in the city that didn't just involve students, but involved like community members, like you were saying. That's something that looking back was such a pivotal part of my college experience. Sorry, our dog in the background is like kind of napping and like making She's little noises. She's kind of moaning. I don't know if you heard that. But, but um, yeah, so I think the takeaway from this is think about the things that you like and see if you can find them in the place that your college is. Like if you really mm-hmm. enjoy going to coffee shops or if you really enjoy music and going to concerts, see if they have a venue there. Like me and Rach enjoyed our college experiences in the city but like that doesn't mean that everybody's going to enjoy that I think it's just about finding things that will bring you joy while you're there because there is more to going to college than just being in class I again I was studying music and I remember being so excited by the fact that the orchestra like the Cleveland Orchestra literally performed at a venue basically on campus and I could go for free Mm. um thinking about that and learning about the place that your college is um you know 
in the middle of, I think that can really be something to, that can help you maybe make a choice that leads you towards a great environment for you. Or if it's like, I love the ocean, like thinking about schools that are near the water, or if you love certain nature, like Mm -hmm. that's other elements that aren't just urban. If you're really interested in agriculture, like the University of Minnesota has like this huge community around Mm -hmm. agriculture, like they have like an agriculture frat and stuff, right? Yeah. That I've heard of. (laughs) So it's like, like there's things even like that where it's kind of more niche if you really are um looking for something specific you might Mm -hmm. be able to find it if you just kind of look a little bit deeper into the cities and towns that schools are um, located in i think this doesn't really apply to you but in hindsight i really did enjoy a large college because um i really got to like figure out what I wanted to do and I had pretty much every choice and option there like the University of Minnesota had like over a hundred and something majors which is hard because it's like what do you even pick yeah that is hard but also like I could go any direction pretty much unless it was like very niche so Mm -hmm. I really had a million options that I could really figure out myself and what I wanted to do whereas if I had gone to a smaller school I might not have had as many major choices which um could be something to keep in mind if you're completely undecided on the contrary like at a small school I mean again it's not super small like it's four or five thousand undergrad or something like that at case but um something I was really nervous about in college was meeting friends and just Mm -hmm feeling like I belonged I think that was something I was nervous about missing out on and um going to a smaller place like case I was able to see people every day pretty much you Mm -hmm. know every single day I would walk by somebody or multiple people that I knew and even if I didn't really chat with them in that moment I could just you know just a quick smile and wave can really just improve your day and I think it helped me feel connected and like part of something close and you know Mm -hmm. like just a place that I felt like I was valued um and so I think that again like Rach said about majors being more abundant that's definitely a huge pro of a large school but then on the small campus or smaller campus environment you get more of a um I guess more of a close-knit college experience but then at the same time at a big school you could find that Um, but I just I like to point that out because I think that was Mm -hmm. a huge um, draw for me and yeah. that really was realized in the end we had different expectations I think about what college was going to be yeah and we both realized them but then upon conversation later we were able to find that we'd probably be able to get a lot of the things that we got at our schools at the other like I feel like Rach found close friends even at a big school um, and then mm-hmm. on the contrary, I still felt like I had a lot of options for majors, even yeah. though it was smaller. So exactly. I feel like it's just all about what's really your unique preferences and, you know, finding your way wherever you do end up. I guess kind of speaking on like what I was saying earlier of when I went to a school and felt like kind of everyone looked the same and dressed the same and acted the same when I toured. Um, looking back on my college decision, I was really grateful that I chose a school where there's just a lot more of a variety of the student body as far as interests go and I think it was really cool being at a school that was broad enough that I met people from so many different like perspectives and Mm. majors and things like that I think with a big 10 it's really easy for some people to kind of just 
connect with people that are really similar to them and not really branch out. But for me, I really tried to kind of get to know different types of people on campus and learn about different things and meet people from different majors and backgrounds. Um, So that was something I really liked about Minnesota. Yeah, and I feel similarly. I think that I was able to learn a lot about um, the students at Case by being in a variety of different environments. Like I was a tour guide. I was in music stuff. I just had friends from my first year floor. Mm -hmm. Um, And just those different environments put together gave me the opportunity to really meet a huge range of people from different states, different countries, like different interests, like Rach said. Um, And so... Overall, I think that that's something that we both were able to get um, Mm -hmm. in our time at school. And that was something that was important to both of us, I think, from the beginning. Yeah. Um, I think going along with that, we wanted to run over some of our biggest takeaways of like some of our key elements that we would recommend to think about when choosing a school. Yeah. I'm sure that we're forgetting some really important ones and that none (laughs) none at all um I'm sure that you know you of course have your own most key elements but I think hopefully this could help if it's something new you haven't thought about Mm -hmm. when choosing a school um I think the first thing we really wanted to emphasize is the fact that like college obviously the number one part of college is getting a degree and learning and being in an academic environment but um especially if you're embarking on a really traditional path of like living at school and all of this stuff and moving out for the first time even if you're not moving out for the first time it's you're still learning kind of how to be an adult and having like a new social life or like a new perspective or like a new type of place like for us it was like living in a city instead of a suburb for the first time mm-hmm. or a new state yeah a new state new country even yeah. um so I think a huge part of college is kind of the personal development as well as the academic development yeah and so I think when choosing a school really thinking about the fact that this is gonna be an entire experience not sole academics Um, So really thinking about where you want to do that, I think, is something that's really important to keep in mind. Yeah, and I think it's also key to really just stay true to your own interests, your own um, path, because Mm -hmm. I think it can be tempting when everyone's talking about where they're going to school to, you know, maybe want to go somewhere that other people are going. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, honestly. Like, it would be... I think sometimes looking back, it would have been really nice to have had like one or two people from my high school to maybe get acquainted to the school with. Um, But I think it's important to keep in mind what your goals are, like where you really want to go and let that drive your decisions and where you end up applying. Um, Yeah. Just because things can change in friendships and some, you know, I think sometimes it's best to just have no regrets just go with what you're looking for and see where it takes you Um, I agree I think I similarly I I didn't know anyone really going to the U except for one person that I kind of knew ish from my high school so I was pretty much going alone and I think I was alone too yeah and I think um 
there's nothing wrong with having friends or not having friends, but I think if the only reason you're choosing a school is to be with your high school friends or partner or something and there's no other draw to you besides that, it might not be the most beneficial reasoning to go or to like a school. You like I think that could be more of a recipe for feeling unfulfilled or regretful about your choice. Mm-hmm. Um, if you especially if you end up not even being friends or partners with the person you go to school with yeah I mean again everybody's different but um this is just something that we both feel was a benefit that we kind of branched out and saw a new world kind of on our own yeah Yeah. I think it was harder at first but it ended up in the long run being really I think special to kind of just start fresh at a new place and feel like I was going there intrinsically rather than following kind of the crowd of what my high school was kind of doing yeah. Um, but obviously that's not always even a choice, especially if you're trying to stay at a community college or like somewhere where just location wise, a lot of people will go. Uh-huh. So I don't think that should deter you. But maybe just if that's the only reason, maybe think about other factors, too. Another big piece of advice I'd like to provide is to try to acquaint yourself with the people on a campus as soon as you can in the application process. Um, If not, if visiting a college is like accessible to you and you have the time and ability to do it, I think that's the best way to get a feel. But that's not always possible. Um, So sometimes at least for me, I was able to get in connection. (laughs) I was able to get connected with um, students who are currently studying at, you know, the schools or um, even faculty members, if you have an idea of what you're going to study, even if it's just a department, you could Mm -hmm. often just talk to the department head. And I think that now as a grad student, that seems a lot more natural to do. But I think as an undergrad, even though maybe not as many people would do that, it could really help you not only get acquainted, but also stand out. I think if you end up going there, if you were able to reach out to a faculty member early on, yeah. um, that can show that you're really passionate and excited to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a side note. But <laughs> yeah, I think like gaining firsthand knowledge about the school from actual people that go there or work there. I think even people that go there more so because yeah. they don't have like an agenda where it's like <laughs> it sounds like like kind of like <laughs> pessimistic but like when you go on a college tour and like meet admissions people like obviously they're gonna talk mostly just about how amazing it is which obviously is one side of the school but I think getting firsthand like pros and cons from someone is helpful and I know you were able to like actually go on campus and do like a dorm stay with a student yeah they right? had that at my school and I feel really like nice. that was nice because you got to kind of see what the student body felt like and I'm sure she was not like overly filtered whereas a tour guide might not even like be as truth or do you well, know what I'm trying to as, say as a prior <laughs> well, tour guide I liked to <laughs> spill the tea as yeah. <laughs> as I would say like if a parent asked usually it was parents if a parent asked a question that was kind of alluding to something negative like I would tell it like it is because every place I, I every place has its pros and cons but I think 
um, like you said, there's more of a filter there. Whereas when you're just staying with a student or if you email exchange with a student, which I've done, you could just point blank be like, what are what is your favorite part and what is your least favorite part of this place? Mm-hmm. And you'll get the most honest answers, I think, that way. And then similarly, like if you have a friend or a friend of a friend that goes to a school you're interested in, maybe talking to them. I know Sarah's close friend from high school went to the University of Minnesota and I just Facebook message her with like just questions about like which oh, yeah. dorm she recommends and things like that. So I think that's also if you have a connection there, using it. Use it. Yeah, I agree. To get more insight. Sometimes I think that practicality really can um, serve you well in your decision making mm-hmm. process. We talked about the financial aspect of college, which like we can't even get into that. I <laughs> I feel like it's just, it's very difficult. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I think also being practical and thinking about your everyday life in a place and how, you know, you're going to be studying and you're going to be making friends. And sometimes if a campus is really fancy or something, it can feel very enticing and like, yeah. It can feel like the most important aspect of a place. Um, and I think mm-hmm. beauty can really be great. I mean, yeah, I, my I, campus is pretty as heck. <laughs> I loved a lot of the, you know, prettier parts of Case Western. But I think it's also really key, in my opinion, to think about more not always equaling better. I agree. You know, the more amenities a school has um, could be helpful if it was some sort of like laboratory, maybe, or like classroom space that was really great for you and what you're studying. But um, I think it's important to think that once you are somewhere, the, I don't know, the excitement kind of fades a bit and it's more about the people and the faculty and, you know, your living space. Um, those are the yeah. things that are really going to fulfill you. I agree. I think just like I wanted a really nice campus that felt very like comforting and like a lot of cool spaces and study locations. But at the end of the day, like that's not the most key element is it being like really cool buildings you know what I mean I think right like it can feel like this really great like it could be the most enticing factor sometimes Uh but it's like really isn't at the end of the day in my opinion yeah I agree I mean like I appreciated some of the great facilities at case like the student center was so beautiful there was this thing called think box which is this really cool innovation center like there were a lot of great facilities Mm -hmm. but in again at the end of the day like you said the most important thing to me was just like the people I was around the things I was studying like that was what it came down to so just something to keep in mind again like focusing on your own journey of choosing a school and not feeling so pressured and worried about what everyone else around you is doing or being like so caught up in the prestige of a school that you lose sight of like what you even want in a college or Mm -hmm. a program yeah Um, I think some people might set themselves up for feeling like really disappointed if they're just hyping up the prestige of a school so much that like once they get there there's way more than just the prestige or like the reputation of a school it's more about like how you feel and how you feel like you're getting an education yeah I think prestige is one element in like not beating yourself up if you don't get into every single school that you applied for and Mm -hmm. like I think just being kind of practical and realistic in that way too 
Yeah. Of like, does that make sense? Yeah, I think thinking about it as a two-way street, would I provide something great to this campus and then would they provide something good back to me? Yeah. Like, is this the right place for me and am I the right person for them? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. I don't, I don't know. Like, I think just... um remembering that you might be thriving somewhere else yeah so like letting the prestige be a factor but not an all-encompassing like requirement for your final choice yeah you will find your place and fit and you will if you put in the work and like find a good program will get a good education even if it's not the number one in the world like you know what I mean (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I agree um so wow, this has been a lot of lots of chatting and chatting. Yeah, I feel like this episode to us has been one of the least kind of structured. Like we were just like, let's just talk. About we were college. just kind of chatting it up. Like, so <laughs> I think college just encompasses so much that um, it, it's kind of easy to just keep talking. Yeah, yeah, just have um, a little ramble yeah. sesh. <laughs> but if any of you listening are applying to schools, we wish you the best of luck. And just know that, you know, things will work out. You will find your fit. Um, And if you don't find your fit the first time, like, you can always transfer. Like, Mm -hmm. that is always an option. You could always defer admission. You could always have a different plan if your plan A school isn't perfect. And no school really is perfect, to be honest. Choosing a college regardless of how old you are and – you know, what kind of institution you attend and what major you um, study. It's a very large and important decision. And for a lot of people, it's one of the first independent or fairly independent decisions that you'll make. And so, mm-hmm. like, we just thought it was, you know, important to think about how you could go about the process without putting too much pressure on yourself, but while also putting weight on this and like taking it seriously um yeah because it really is just an opportunity to grow and learn and you know figure out what you want to do for the world in your career and like who you want to be as a friend and like student um it really does change your life where and wherever you end up going not mm -hmm. to like put pressure because but like honestly like who you end up meeting who you end up connecting with later in life uh-huh. where you are will really change like change the course of your life and like how you study a certain topic like even with nutrition like it does vary from school to school how you're yeah. taught based on the faculty and things like mm-hmm. that so and just like the people you cross paths with like who knows so I think just keeping in mind that it's like a big decision and it's kind of scary to think of it that way but it's also really exciting using a variety of factors to make your decision is what our biggest takeaway is yeah Um, and like make it your own like your time at school it really is just about finding your place and just what you enjoy and who you like and what um area of study you want to pursue further I just think it's such an explorative is that a word exploratory an exploratory time and so much learning so it's really worth it to find somewhere that you'll enjoy and you know feel like you belong yeah I just feel like there was such a like kind of a script of like of course you go to elementary school or preschool then elementary school then middle school then high school and then suddenly you're an adult and like you have to make the next step so it's like the first time in your life that you're like kind of like choosing your next destiny Mm -hmm. and for a lot of people where at least where we lived college was like that next decision it was an expectation kind of 
Yeah. Yeah. Which I think has its own set of issues that it's like kind of the pressure of that. But that's a whole nother podcast episode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So no regrets. Do your best. Um, And for all of you guys listening who have gone to college or in college, like we hope that this was fun for you to think about your own time of you know exploring schools flipping through those college books like I did Mm -hmm. checking out websites yeah yeah and like shout out to schools that just use that common app because that really saves a lot of time (laughs) (laughs) just saying seriously I or like schools that don't have an application fee yeah one final thing that I forgot to say that is actually kind of funny I think looking back like really funny is that like I applied to like nine ten schools Like, all, like, nine of the schools were ones that I actually wanted to apply to and, like, felt a draw to. But the one school that I just, the only reason I applied to was because I got a free application was the University of Minnesota. Isn't that crazy how that happened? It is kind of crazy. Like, I had no appeal to that school. Like, I never thought twice about it. And then I got an email saying I got a free application. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll just apply. It's free. Why not? And my cousin went there and liked it. Let's see. And then it ended up being like my favorite school. So Yeah. Wow. It's crazy how things sometimes fall into place unexpectedly. Shout out to that admissions team for like giving me that like (laughs) free application because without them marketing to me, I would not have gone to that school. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really insane, actually. Thanks for listening. And in the meantime... Follow us on Instagram, Mocha's in the Meantime Podcast. Email us at Mocha's in the Meantime Podcast at gmail.com. Send us info about your college experience and maybe how you went about choosing a college. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah. Um, and we look forward to continuing with episode six, um, which is going to be a great episode, I think. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. <laughs>